Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about situations that happen within our lives where when we look back on it, we think, man, why didn't I see the signs? Why didn't I recognize the red flags? Why didn't I make different choices given the information that was being presented to me? Why was I so quick to overlook certain behaviors and actions and accept things much differently than what was actually reality. When I was newly married at the young age of 16, and then I turned 17 shortly after, my first husband and I didn't have a lot figured out. We lived with his grandmother in her double wide trailer, and he was working, and I was trying to finish high school through the mail because we didn't have online school at that time. He would be gone for long periods of time for work and he would come home on the weekends. So it was just me and my baby with his grandmother in her trailer with no car and no friends and nowhere to go. It was stressful to say the least. That lasted for all of six months before his grandmother wanted her own space and I needed my own space and we got our first apartment and moved into it. There were a lot of things that happened in that first year that I look back on them now and I say to myself, man, I did not recognize those red flags. There were a lot of things that he had done even before we were married that should have been red flags to me that I should have recognized for what they were. And I should have taken the time to just think about things maybe a little bit harder before I made any big decisions. And I feel like that happens a lot in life. It can be really hard sometimes to look at things for what they truly are. And it can be really easy to overlook the red flags that are waving wildly in our faces. I know I'm guilty of this time and time again, of giving people chances and hoping for the best. But a lot of times it doesn't really end up that way. When my first husband and I moved into our apartment, he had certain behaviors and he did certain things that it was abuse. It was abusive. The way that he would talk to me, the way he would punch holes in walls next to my head and tell me how lucky I was. It wasn't my face that he punched. It was the sudden outburst where he would become almost belligerent in his manners and how he was talking to me and treating me and getting really upset over small things that I thought were pretty insignificant. It was the times when he would throw me across the kitchen floor or 
the times when he would throw our son into his room, literally. All those things, I I excused the behavior almost for, oh, it's a one-time thing. Oh, it's not so bad. Or became, well, where else am I going to go? What am I going to do? I felt really stuck in the situation that I was in. And I excused a lot of behaviors because I didn't want to have to go back to living with my parents who didn't really want me living with them. So it became a constant thing that I overlooked mistreatment, bad behavior, poor actions, because I didn't want to have to go back to the life that I had come from. And I excuse a lot of behaviors when he would say he was sorry, or I would write it off as he was having a bad moment, a bad day, there's a lot going on, there's a lot of stress. And all of those times that I wish I would have looked at things more clearly for what they were, I didn't. And I didn't tell people because I was ashamed. I didn't realize how bad it was for many, many years. But looking back on those things now, it is a lot easier to see those things for what they were. And if my children were ever in situations like that, I would definitely be calling it for what it was. And I would have conversations with them about this kind of behavior and treatment is not okay. It can be really hard though to admit to ourselves that things aren't okay. It can be hard to change the status quo. It can be hard to think about upending our lives or changing the situations that we're in because the unknown is scary. It can be a lot easier to just stay complacent, to stay where we are, to keep doing the things that we're doing because you already know that. It's familiar. It's something that you're used to. And especially when you're being mistreated or when you're being torn down or told that you are less than what you are, it can be really easy to believe those things too. I know when I was in those situations, there were a lot of red flags, a lot of them. And I just either overlooked them or I made excuses for them. And it can be really hard to break that cycle too, because when you want something to work and when you want something to be a positive, it can be really easy to turn the negatives into something that is slightly like a positive, even if it's not truly, you can fool yourself into thinking that. And I did, I stayed in that situation for a long time, 12 years to be exact, making excuses for the behavior, feeling like this is, this is what life is, or feeling like this is what I deserved it to be. And when I look back on those things now, and after I dealt with a lot of years of feeling regret for not feeling like I deserved better and staying in a terrible situation for far longer than I should have. I look back and I wish that I could go and talk to my younger self. I wish that I could tell her that it's okay to face the unknown, 
It's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to love yourself. And it's okay to expect to be loved and treated with respect and kindness. I would tell my younger self that she doesn't deserve this. And that she deserves much, much better. I would tell her that even if she recognizes these red flags and she steps away from that situation, that things might be hard and it might not go the way that she thinks it will, but eventually things will get better. I would tell her that recognizing those behaviors that are not okay is a form of self-love. It's a way of self-preservation and it's a way to have your life go in a direction that is going to be something that you will be happy with. It'll go in a way that you will be able to accept that this is how life is. When we can recognize those things for what they are, instead of making excuses for them, it can be a lot easier to take back your control and to be able to figure out ways that you can make life even better. And I wish I could go back and tell her those things. And I would also tell her to have more grace and understanding for herself because she didn't really know all of these things when she was younger, obviously. (laughs) And given the home life that she came from and the way that she grew up, it's understandable how she ended up in the situation that she was. And so to have that understanding for herself and love for herself to know that even though she was in this bad situation, it doesn't mean that it speaks less of her as a person because she is still worthy of that love and acceptance. She is still worthy of being treated right and not having to put up with mistreatment or behaviors and actions that are going to make her feel like she is ever second to make her feel like she deserves poor treatment from others or to make her feel like she deserves less than what she does. And I think that's important for all of us to remember that we do deserve a lot in this life because as we are giving out to others, we deserve that in return. And I hope you have a marvelous day. Thanks for joining me for this episode on things I tell my younger self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.